Welcome to the Ignite the Light podcast. I'm your host, Alicia. I am 24 years old, and we are based out of Phoenix, Arizona. I'm from here, but actually went to school in San Diego, and I gave my life to Christ when I was 11 years old. But let's be real, I was out in the streets with a K, and the Lord brought me back. And really, it was after I graduated, the Holy Spirit just confronted me and said, when are you going to stop living your life for yourself and start living for me? So I took my tail back to Arizona and have been out here ever since falling more in love with my Savior. Ignite the Light, a.k.a. ITL's mission is to ignite others to strive for Christ-like living and loving others through our testimonies, experiences, and of course, humor. (laughs) (laughs) We have to keep top of mind that the only reason why we have a light is to point other people to Christ. Saving souls for Jesus is an eternal work, and we believe that someone's eternity could change from hearing this podcast or ignite someone else to start sharing their faith. We don't take this work lightly, and Jesus says that the Great Commission is to go out and make more disciples. And I never want myself or our listeners to spend another day of this short, short life not going all in for Christ. So, going to pray us in. Everybody bow your heads right now. Okay. Dear God... Thank you for being so, so, so awesome. This is such a beautiful day, a beautiful month, a beautiful year. Wow, you're too good to us. We love you, and please help someone's light be ignited from listening to this, and just let your voice speak. Amen. Wow. You guys hear that amen? I wonder who could be here. I really wonder. (laughs) I'm here wondering who is here, guys. We we have a mute here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. Oh. Megan is here. She What's is. Up? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is up? Sky. The sky is <laughs> up. The sky is up right now, guys. We have Megan here. If you don't know Megan, you're about to know her because she's gonna tell you. But Megan, why don't why don't you take it away <laughs> on who Megan is? What's up? I'm Megan. I'm 21 years old. Jeez. I moved to Arizona a year and a half ago. What? Um, okay. Loving. <laughs> That's really recent. Okay, yeah. keep going. Yeah, did you know that? I'm sitting back in a um, figuring out who Megan is too. All right, all right. I love to travel. I love dogs. I love coffee. <laughs> and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, I get out of this episode that travel coffee dogs. That's yes. about it. Megan is a real one. She's someone that I have not known for quite too long, but what I do know is that I enjoyed her from the moment I Aww. met her. So 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 Guys, we're gonna chop it up today, and as you know, we casted vision for this episode. Because where there is no vision, the people perish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has that verse memorized. It's just too good. As you guys know, we ask all of our guests here at ITL, if you could tell one... (laughs) If you could tell one story to the world, what would it be? And Megan, what'd you say? (laughs) That's crazy. What'd you say, Megan? Um, well... (laughs) What did you actually say? Why don't we get the truth out first? Um, originally it was, um, when I got arrested. Yeah, that's what she wanted to spend this time. (laughs) The title was going to be Megan's Arrest, but we decided (laughs) to take another route. 
we did we did decide to switch it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, something a little bit more, not as crazy, like more mm-hmm, mellow. Mm-hmm. More mellow. Um, and yeah, going back to the been in Arizona for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, about a, I'd say two years ago now. Um, I came out to Arizona for the very first time, drove here by myself Jeez. to come visit one of my friends that was out here. And while I was out here, I felt the Lord kind of be like, hey, this is going to be home. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's and a so good feeling. I called up my sister and I was like, hey, crazy idea. What if we moved to Arizona? Mm-hmm. And she was down for it. Instantly was like, yeah, let's do it. We'll figure it out. I went home. Where did you drive here from? Utah. Got it. Her Utah, her. yeah. So. Okay. Raised in Utah, born in California, you know, all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Called sis. Sis said Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, long story made short. <laughs> Not a monologue. <laughs> she, she ended up um, being accepted into the Delta flight assistant schooling. Yeah. Um, and was no longer going to be able to move out here. Oh. And because God called me out here, I wasn't going to tell him no. Yeah, so I think six months later, I packed up all my bags and moved here all by my lonesome. And the rest was history. The rest was history. That is pretty epic. Because how old were you at the time? I was 18 when I first came out here. Oh! Yeah, so I just freshly turned 18. Wow. Yeah. That is the only way to do it. Gotta listen to God. Yeah, yeah. So the story that I wanted to tell is just a story of pure surrenderance and what that's looked like in a daily occurrence in my life. Mm, mm -mm. Pure surrender. I feel like we hear that a lot. We do. We do. do. What could it mean? Ah, you guys are about to find out. (laughs) So when would you say, Megan, that you fully surrendered your life to God? Oh, man. Probably about three months after I moved here. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in a parking lot. And I felt lost beyond belief. And I called my mom, bawling my eyes out. Basically at the point where I wanted to go back home. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if I had gone home, I would have felt like I failed. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to allow myself to feel that failure. And so I was listening to Refiner by Maverick, Maverick City Music. And in the song, it says, I want to be tried by fire, purified. Mm-hmm. And I prayed that song at the very top of my lungs. And right. I was like, all right, Lord, let's get to work. Like, let's actually start this. And it took me just being broken down and kind of alone in this season of just truly being alone and learning mm-hmm. who God was and who God wanted me to be and where he wanted to take my life that I finally kind of gave it all over to him and said, let's do this thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, you know, if we don't have moments like those, I'm sure that wasn't the only night. No. You know? No, but it was <laughs> oh, the breaking we night. <laughs> yeah, it was the breaking night. But you have to get through those nights to get where you're at today, yeah. to have the career you have, to have the community you have, and friendships, just yeah. everything. Yeah, there is the option to turn back around, but it's almost as if you're being tried and pressed so hard because you were almost at the end of that breakthrough. Yeah. Not almost, you were. It always gets so much harder when you're that much closer to that, that breakthrough. True. And you get past that breaking point, and man, it just feels so good. It does. Let me tell you, we've been, we, you guys heard it here from us. So what stopped you, Megan, from fully surrendering your life to Christ? Because how old were you when you gave your life to God? When I first gave my life to God, I've always grown up in church, so I would say that I was like five or six, you know, that yeah. really, oh, 
wants to follow Jesus. Me. Me, every me, single me. week. Every single week I'd put my hand up. Right. But I think what really kind of got in my way was comfortability. Mm-hmm. I got comfortable in where I was at, what I was doing, the plan that I had for my life was completely different than what God had. I kind of got comfortable living in Utah, you know, yeah. being around my family and I think just, I don't know, my own self and the also the fear of what people were going to say because mm. the gal that I'm now wasn't the same person that I was when I was in Utah. This life is short and eternity is forever and eternity, eternity matters so much more than what matters down here. That is true. That is true. Realizing that takes time because, truthfully, all that's in our face is the complete opposite of that. It's like stress about right now, stress about, you know, the future, what college you're going to go to, how you're going to look, who you're going to date. Just stress. Yeah. Just stress. And really, if your eyes are more pointed up than right around you, life gets a little bit more simpler. Just just a tad. Just a little bit. Just a little. little Just a little. A scripture that... Oof, really goes with this this whole surrender tick we're on right now. You know, yeah. really goes is Matthew 16, 24. And this is Jesus talking. It is written in red in the Bible. If you did not know, if something's written in red, what does that mean? Jesus said it. Jesus said it. So it's pretty cool. That's why a lot of people recommend reading Matthew first. But it reads, then Jesus said to his disciples, Mm-mm. here he goes. Wow. Sorry guys, when I read scripture, it always it always takes me aback because he just he just spits. <laughs> he really like he just he he hits us in the face. That's oh, why yeah. we oh gosh. Even though I, I just read this not too long ago. Here we go. Jesus said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves Ooh. and take up their cross and follow me. Oh, and it keeps wow. going. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Oh, I got to keep going. We got to keep going. What's yeah. to say next? What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Eek. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. That's good. That's good. That's good. He tells the truth. Something I love about Jesus is he was honest. It's crazy because we protect. This has been kind of a trend for me lately, but we protect even telling people the truth sometimes because of because I might hurt their feelings. Right. We don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. It's not our feelings. Good old feelers. But Jesus was around in these towns with his people telling them the truth. Yeah. What if he watched them just was like, I don't I don't really want to, you know, make my disciples mad. Yeah. So no, I'm not. he g- makes us mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He does those things. And something we want to really, you know shed some light on is take up their cross daily Mm. what does that mean it's kind of kind of some symbolism there yeah Mm, the symbolism because jesus took up his cross yes he did yes what we gotta know is what would you say megan how can we practically pick up our cross daily and surrender our life to him practically okay let's get practical all right i think 
denying yourself. One of the biggest, biggest examples in my life right now is loving people how God loves people. Right. Because, man, sometimes when someone cuts me off, mm. there are some choice words that I would have for that person. Right, right, right. right. But instead... I start praying for him. Mm-hmm. I try to love him just like Jesus did because when Jesus was here, that's what he did. Is he just that's loved true. on everybody? He knew the hurts and the things that they had done wrong. He mm-hmm. called them out on it. Mm-hmm. Then he said, "I still love you." Mm-hmm. That's true. Another way that I think uh, we can practically, practically pick up our cross, kind of when it comes back to running back to that old lifestyle. Pre-Jesus, people say, B.C., before Christ, whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. I know the B.C. Yeah, B.C. Yeah. days. I think it's kind of taking those moments, not in isolation, but to be alone with God mm-hmm. and turning towards Him and not just half turning towards Him, right? But not even looking behind. There is no option to turn around. There is no yeah. option to go back to that life. And surrounding ourselves with people who understand, mm-hmm. that won't let you. Community is so big for me personally, and creating those friendships with like-minded people that they get to hold you accountable, and you can't go back to who you used to be. True, they can't let you go back. No U-turns here. Yeah, yeah, no no U-turns after that final time. I know for myself, that was so hard to find because, Mm -hmm. like I said, oh, I didn't say this. I went to Christian college, Point Loma Nazarene University, shout out. We were all believers, all believers that were very lukewarm and falling short. So there was no accountability. There was no, hey guys, we read this word, let's apply it. There was no even fear of the Lord, Lord, all caps. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There was just no fear. And that's basically how we just lived. It's, It's scary looking back because if no one is in your corner or you're not intentionally showing up to a service that's around you or watching something on YouTube or music, who knows, then, you know, we're going to be living with these blinders on. Like Jesus said at the end, at the end, you know, of our time here, don't know quite know what he said at the end, just ignore that. But at the end of our time here, it's, our time here is short. It is short. It is short. If we're, like we said, if we're only looking around and not up, you're going to think you have all the time in the world and your actions don't matter too much. So I really, I really like those. It's crazy. No, no, I don't find life too scary anymore. But I think just as I like, I'll watch my Snapchat memories. Yo, them Snapchat memories. I don't like to watch. It makes me want to throw up now. First, it was kind of fun. And then I would watch it and then still go do it. And then it was, oh, and I would catch myself going down a cycle of, dang, I want what? And like you said, just knowing that choice of never, never again. Because oftentimes it would feel, yeah, they'll, they'll probably be in again. Or yeah. I'll, I'll do good for a little bit. That bender will come or my birthday will come or someone else's birthday that I'll make that exception. But when it's really never again ingrained, I didn't think it ever. Actually, no, that's true. I didn't think it'd ever be never again for me. I didn't. I didn't. I had a lack of faith in God, I would say. I don't know. I was just just like, no, I know, Alicia. She'll be back in the club again.
I was talking to someone today about this similar thing, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how you'll start to justify everything. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, well, I'm not an, al- an alcoholic, but you're drinking every night. Mm-hmm. You know, well, oh, it's just one last time, but that's what you said last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, like we'll just continue to justify and justify to the point that we're like, well, God knows my heart, and then you're not showing up to church, you know, you're not in your word. And when God does come back, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's scary because I told that who did I tell this to? Because, I mean, I've been a youth leader for a long time. Yeah. There was just no accountability. For a while, I was just doing, I was no better example for the kids. I, yeah, I was showing up and I was there all the time. But lifestyle-wise, I wasn't being an example for the kids at all. Yeah. But there was no accountability for that. It was, I remember it was right before, uh, not me being ashamed of how soon this was. It was right, I'm just kidding. <laughs> me, it was, la- it was last night. and Oh, oh wait. <laughs> It was right before camp, and I was just getting super just tempted with everything. Alcohol, just everything. That's all. Everything. Capital E. I went to church the next day like I had done for two years. Yeah. And my good friend Armand called me out. He called me out, and I think that's what really grew our relationship. But even that was the first time anyone... Any believer that I had around me ever loved me enough to call me out. Yeah. I don't know if it was because everyone was doing the same thing, but that's love. Yeah. To not, to even know God and just see your sister or brother in Christ and say, you are so much higher than that. Yeah. He's called you for so much more. Let me say something. Yeah, that person could hate me. They, not hate you, but it could annoy them. It could, you know. Perhaps you could think that, oh, you think you're so high and mighty because, you know, we're not perfect. We all fall short. But yeah. it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. hurts. And truly, Jesus would do that to his friends. If, it, yeah. if he was here, he Jehovah. would not. Holy Spirit and I would be fighting. Right. 24-7. <laughs> he would not. And that is an act of love. So I even think being a believer that is friends with other believers, just, know, hey, if we want to be like Christ, Obviously, whatever you dish out, be ready to receive. But yeah. that is what Christ would do. Yeah. He would not just watch his friends continue in sin. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> Super hot take. Jeez, I'm about to get a couple messages. Oh. Text messages. Ooh. They're going to be like, Alicia. Call them up. Call I don't know. Up. Everybody going to be like, you say you want the truth, girl. You suck. be <laughs> like, oh, no. Here we go. That's crazy. So what would your advice be to someone who doesn't know how to fully surrender their life to God? Because that's hard. Yeah. My advice, Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier said than done. Yes. Because, like, we both kind of stated, you know, we were living in that lukewarm where we were showing up to church and that was good enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Instead of, you know, we always bring up the Bible on how it's the living word, right? Mm -hmm. But it really is not just reading it, but studying it. Because through that, you know, it exposes us. Yes. It exposes things that we didn't know were in there. Like I said earlier, that conviction is great, but it hurts. Mm -hmm. It hurts. Um, Another one would be, yeah, like I said, kind of look for those blind spots in your life. Or find those people, like you said, to call those out in your life. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know what you don't know. You don't. 
That was the only good response. To that <laughs> you don't. You don't. I don't. Wow. Now I'm like, what do I not know? <laughs> it's okay. Someone will tell me. Oh, gosh. Someone's going to tell me after this episode. Oh, be ready. Be ready. Uh, that person out there, we fully get it. And just know, like I said, there's not going to be just one. There's going to be that breaking point night. But that doesn't mean, oh, from here on out, it's going to be easy to watch all my friends go out and I'm watching their Snapchat or Instagram story. Yeah. Let me tell you, the mute button is the best creation on earth. Amen to that. It just, yeah. and I, no one go through my actual things because <laughs> no one, no one look at my feed. Seriously, it just, I can't say if this is pacifying or not. I don't think it's pacifying because other times, you know, we've all been there like, I'm taking a fast from social media. This is just too much. And it's often too much because, you know, we are comparing our lives. We're looking at things. We're just doing all these certain things. I mean, for me, I was feeling a lot of weird stuff with social media when I was trying to do this stuff with the podcast. And I was was like, I can't delete it. Mm -hmm. That's not really a a long-term sustainable answer. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it might be gone for a little, whatever you want to do in that week. But this is a part of our world. Yeah. And hey, how can I adjust? So, mute button. <laughs> Sponsor me. <laughs> Don't even know what that means, but it's a far, wow. Something mute button. It has, and unfollow, and just everything. It has really just adjusted hey, what am I consuming? Yes, there's some people that I love that I don't want to be out of their lives but you know I wouldn't go and sit at a bar right now personally and watch all my friends get faded so why would I spend that time on my couch at home viewing that oh but that's like I there's no reason to view that and it doesn't mean that you know we don't love and support but hey I know how long it took me to get out of this thing I know the feelings that arise when I view this. How much do I really want to be free to never go back? Because viewing something is not going to make me feel any better. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to be like... Take you back to that place that you were at before. Right. Yeah. And if I remember... You know, our memories are a weird thing, but that place... Sometimes that place... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... They always say that the eyes with the heart... Mm-hmm. You're just allowing those things to influence Eek. your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, people. Ooh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm lying? I'm not even lying. I am. I feel really happy. Oh. Yeah. Aww. I feel good. This is why I was getting so many attacks before Megan was here. <laughs> Cause he knew. Your face. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. But guys, we have made it to the last question. Do I know your answer? Oh, maybe I do. Maybe I know your answer. Do you? Did I change it as well? <laughs> right. Have you changed it since I made you your picture? Guys, the last question that we're asking all of our guests of season one, who knows what the questions will be in season two? It's going off the rails. Okay. It's going to be like, okay. who knows? Slight plug for season two? Slight, slight plug. Right, season right. two is, don't even get me started. Season two is neon. Oh, <clears throat> Just kidding. That'd <laughs> oh. be horrendous. Maybe not, though. Riley, yeah. Riley Rose Mellon wants it to be neon. But the question is, who in the Bible, Megan, do you relate to the most and why? 
is it Job? It is. I didn't mean to do that. It I is. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I did uh-huh. change it for a split second. Um, to who? To Paul. Okay. Yeah, but we're going back to Job. Right, right, right. Because. Enlighten us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Job had everything slowly taken from him. Eek. And I've gone, well, when we first started this adventure, mm-hmm. uh, I was through a season where I was losing a lot of things and didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and God was just removing a lot of things that didn't need to be in my life, but I saw it as I was losing everything mm-hmm. because I'd taken who I was and put it into material things. Yeah. And yeah, now it's a little bit different, but it's still the same person mm-hmm. because I've learned through that, that without God, you have nothing. And I just have a new appreciation for God because if you have God, everything's good. This is true. Yeah. This is true. We all love Job, but do any of us want to be Job? No. No, no. 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 Job, we admire you. <laughs> no. We love you. But do we want to have trade? No. I don't know why I just thought of that thought. <laughs> we're like, yes, Job, you, you were him. You were so good. You were so good. Yeah. Swap lives. No. Job, we're going to let you do the thing that you did. Yep. We're going to let you do that thing. Oof, what a time. What a time to be alive. A time to be alive. 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 (laughs) Who knows what that means? Maybe that's where we are now. We're alive. (laughs) Alive. Megan, the way you just guessed that up, you said, ooh, that's a word. That's a word. That could be a word. It could be. We have made it to the the end. (laughs) Don't, because you know I will. Alive. Do it. Alive. Who knows? They're like, I got to click on that because what does that mean? (laughs) Clickbait. Guys, we've made it to the end of another episode. How you feeling, Meg? Let's go good. Was it as hard as you thought it'd be? Yeah. What? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Said it was. Please end this now. Guys, we hope that your light was ignited. If you don't already, follow us on IG at ignitethelight.itl. Share this with someone. Share it with your Grammy. Yeah. Just this episode with Grams. None of the others. Nobody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you. Megan, any last words? Final comments? Alicia, you're just great. I oh, love you. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Not on here. Oh, gosh. Guys, Megan, actual final comment. What do you have to tell the people? Gosh. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> My gosh, what do I have to tell them? That I didn't already. <laughs> what do you need to tell them? Oh, man. Um... Good. The mute is back for the end, people. She started being mute, then she opened up, but she's back oh. <laughs> being a mute. We love you. Go out and ignite someone else's light. We hope your light was ignited. Bye. Bye. <laughs>